Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Identity Insights by Indicio. I'm your host, Tim Spring, and I am joined by Monarchy Solutions architect, Dr. Matias Zago. And nice to meet he's you. Here to... <laughs> Good to have you here. Uh, he's here to discuss Monarchy and their approach to identity access management for centralized and decentralized digital identities. Uh, thanks again for joining me here today, Mattia. Uh, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Tim. It's a pleasure to be here. So um, my background is actually in cybersecurity and artificial intelligence, and it's only a few years now that I'm working with the decentralized identities and, uh, in general, digital identities. Um, for Monokey, I'm leading the research and innovation team, uh, so that's also why I'm actually covering the self-sovereign identity aspects of the product. Awesome. Uh, would you mind giving us a quick overview of what exactly, you know, Monarchy does? How did you guys get started and what was the problem that uh, you set out to solve? Yeah, absolutely. So Monarchy comes from about 20 years of experience in the digital identity world. Uh, the two founders, Roberto and Simone, uh, actually customize up to 80% of classic digital products. And the idea was to make something for the system integrators made by system integrators, such to make their life easier. And that's where Monokey came about. Uh, from there to actually commercializing the product, it was just a quick step. All right. Very cool. Um, so, right, you said system integrators kind of the car target audience for this. Um, what does it do to kind of make their lives easier, if you could dive into that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So the idea is that uh, uh, Monokey connects and uh, puts, uh, let's say, functionalities and microservices in different points of the um, enterprise ecosystem, such as, for example, you can connect to multiple identity providers, you can connect to privilege access management systems, and you can, in general, orchestrate and design flows designed specifically to move from one place to another in the quickest and easiest ways possible. That's also why it's completely stateless, micro-containerized, and uh, let's say fully API-based, so a full, uh, let's say, modern architecture. Awesome. Well, it sounds super useful for a lot of different use cases there. Uh, would you have any customer examples that you might be able to talk about and really go in depth to what their problem was and how Monarchy was able to help? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I can make the example of Gibus. Gibus is a, a company that sells pergolas and in general outdoor equipment. Okay, actually more than outdoor equipment, out, outdoor furniture, I would, I would say. Um, I actually wasn't involved in the project, but my, um, my colleague Sara and his uh, developer team actually was. Uh, the idea is uh, that uh, we can cover almost every aspect that is needed, for example, multiple identity providers, several thousands of users, dozens upon dozens of applications, and go in production from a scratch phase in about 20 working days, which is also why we won the Enterprise Innovation Award for actually Enterprise Identity and Access Management a couple of weeks ago during the European Identity Conference in Berlin, hosted by Kupinger and Cole. All right. Very cool. And so what really, you know, sets Monarchy apart, if you might be able to go into that a little bit, right? There's identity access management solutions out there. What is kind of the newer approach and, and you know, what, what makes you kind of better, quote unquote? Well, it is correct. There are a lot of different identity access management companies, and there are a lot that performs uh, uh, governance and administration. And also there are a lot of players that perform privilege access management 
Uh, however, monokey stands out because it does not focus on each one of these because it comes out as an orchestration platform. And if I have to pick one specific feature that helps us win customers and actually get them to production in a satisfied fashion, that will be definitely the visual identity orchestrator. All right. Um, so before we move on, because I definitely want to hear more about the visual identity orchestrator, if you could give us a quick uh, just definition of what you mean when you say orchestration. Indeed, an orchestration platform is something that is, uh, uh, let's say, generically visual in the sense that you can take multiple elements, drag and drop them as much as uh, uh, a Lego block. Okay, now if, if you recall when you were young, you took the different elements from the Lego and you combine them to create something magnificent. Well, that's precisely what Monarchy does. And uh, the nice part about orchestration is its flexibility. You don't care about uh, which is on the other hand uh, as soon as you have the correct input and, the, and you produce the correct output. And the way and the path between the end and the start is actually up to you, okay? And that's the strength of the orchestration platform. It decides dynamically where to go and how to go. All right, very cool. And so the visual identity orchestrator is basically uh, your identity orchestration platform, or is there anything uh, particularly special about that? David? That is correct. Uh, there are companies that do orchestration, uh, perhaps it's some form of scripted orchestration, Perhaps they have general uh, algorithm or general structure that can do orchestration. I mean, it's nothing new. The point is uh, what we do is something that is visual and it's meant for people that have a knowledge about uh, the end solution, but they don't have the technical background to actually code it and implement it themselves. So the strength and the, the new approach that we have is to be able of uh, letting people, for example, from a legal department to certify a process without having a developer involved, for example. All right. That sounds super useful because I know developers are typically expensive and don't have a lot of time. So that's correct. Uh, sounds sounds pretty good to me. Um, so when you're right orchestrating these identities, I'm curious, uh, right, you said you don't really care about the source. Are you hooked into regular identities and uh, decentralized identities? And, you know, what... If you can tell me a little bit more about that, what is kind of your approach yeah. to the different sources of identities for people? Definitely. Um, we have to do, to take a step back, though. Um, the identity for monarchy is an ephemeral thing. It only lives in the session and only maintained while the session is active. So okay. the question is, how do you populate the information in the session? Okay, because we can take, for example, classic identities from an LDAP provider. We can take it from, uh, I don't know, SAML, OpenID Connect, or any given source for what is matter. Um, for example, we can take it from verifiable credential, which is the example of clearly Indicio. Uh, if you have a verifiable credential, you can generate a verifiable presentation, and you can verify the verifiable presentation um, with a chain trust, a classic chain trust, as much as a certification authority will do. And uh, you take the information from there, you take the claims, you convert it to monokey format in, in, in this ephemeral fashion, and then you ship it to the end service using their own language and their own protocol. Is this clear? Yeah, I think that kind of, thank you for illustrating kind of the chain of this talks to this, talks to this, talks to that. So I'm curious, uh, how long has monarchy been around? And if you could tell me, you know, kind of what made the founders decide like, hey, we need to, you know, start a company to really address this problem. 
Well, a couple of years ago, actually, more than five now, um, Atesis, which is the parent company of Monokey, was having the problem of configuring multiple identity providers and uh, services and customizing them for the enterprise clients. Uh, in those times, uh, there were two uh, students, Sara, with the same one that helped Jibus winning the prize, and Enrico, the other principal that we have in, uh, in Monokey, they started an internship and their solution was to start to try and figure out a way to optimize the integration of these systems. Okay, so if we can simplify some of the of the elements. Well, from those internships, Monokey actually, uh, well, the seed of Monokey was planted and the founders, Roberto and Simone, uh, made it grow up until uh, the point where it is now. Uh, something that might be of interest for our uh, for our audience is the fact that Monokey is uh, completely, um, let's say, self-funded. It's uh, producing revenue, and we haven't received any single external funding in the years, which is uh, something incredible for a startup. No, that's very impressive, for sure. Um, so how has the, the solution kind of, you know, adopt, adapted or changed over the years? If you could talk a little bit about that, you know, was there new identities that came about that you've, uh, incorporated or, you know, what, what has the solution been doing? to grow? Yeah, indeed. Uh, imagine that, uh, over the past, uh, few years, uh, the situation changed a lot. New protocols were introduced, uh, new companies decided that they required, um, other alignment with multiple legislation, for example, a new, or new legal requirement came out. So the product adopted uh, an evolutionary approach where new features were introduced and they moved from a monolithic structure that was the very first version of Monarchy up into something that is now microservice based. So adding a new component such as the one that I am developing with my team about verifiable credentials is just a matter of adding those APIs to the cluster and be able to produce the tests and the verification for those services. So uh, the product itself evolved according to what was required by the market. So uh, you need to imagine that uh, those developers at the time uh, were looking at the market as and how it was evolving. So they were, for example, implementing X509, they were implementing SAML, they were implementing OpenID Connect. And at the moment, the team is basically working on OpenID Connect extensions, such as, for example, uh, we already got the certification as a relying party, and we are getting now the certification for the financial APIs. We are also including, and this is what my team uh, is looking at, to create a new set of microservices for the verifiable credentials, so verifiable credential, verifiable presentation, all the stack about OpenID Connect for verifiable presentation, and, for example, OpenID Connect with the iGov profile for the Italian government. So everything that is going into the direction of decentralization and in general alignment to what is coming, it's something that we are looking at and we want to implement for the next few months. All right, very cool. Um, so you kind of touched on it a little bit there in terms of you know what you're looking at for kind of the teasers, what to come. Uh, are there any other details that you might uh, give me in terms of uh, Basically, examples of you know what you really want the technology to be used for. You mentioned briefly the Italian government is looking at something. I'm not sure mm -hmm. if you can tell me any more about that in terms of what they want to use Monarchy for. Um, but I think that'd be you know very interesting at least for anyone in Italy to kind of look out for. 
Absolutely. Uh, the Italian government uh, just uh, recently announced that uh, they were going to unify the two major identity systems that we have, which, which are the uh, SPID and the CHIA ID. Uh, the two elements are just an, uh, some implementation of a single sign-on mechanism for SPID and the CHIA, which is the Italian Electronic uh, Identity Card. Both of them, they will now be unified under the OpenID um, the new the new OpenID iGov profile and specifically with the um, addition of the OpenID draft related to the uh, federations. Okay, so we are not working with the government, but we are working to get our product uh, as aligned as possible uh, as soon as possible in order to be ready on the market when they will um, actually release and launch these uh, these final projects. So for the Italian government, then you wouldn't. If you're not working with the government, would this be for, uh, you know, retail stores or who would the product uh, be for then, right? Would you be looking for enterprises that wanting to interface with the Italian government? What is, you know, what is the kind of customer there? Absolutely. The idea is uh, that uh, we are not a B2C company. Okay. We are a B2B company and we're actually looking for partners that want to use Monokey in order to increment their offering and their portfolio. So let's say that, uh, um, let's take your example. Let's say that. Indicio will want to offer services in the Italian market for the citizens, or you want to become one of the players for the digital wallet that will be released in a couple of years. What Monokey can do is actually provide you with the technology stack and the skills and expertise to make it uh, as easy as possible for you to get into that market from day one. Okay, so the idea is we provide you with the technology, we provide you with the platform, and you just have to configure it in order to reach the customers that asks you questions or specific use case for, in this case, the Italian market. No, all right, that's pretty cool that you you know cut out a lot of legwork there. Um, so it looks like that is about our time. I do appreciate you uh, sitting down with me, Maria. Uh, if you at home are interested in verifiable credential technology and would like to learn more, please be sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll continue to bring you some more educational content. If you have any specific questions or someone that you think we should talk to, go ahead and leave a comment below and we'll be sure to read and try to do that for you. Uh, and then thank you again to you, Media. If people want to learn more about Monarchy or some of the cool projects you've done, maybe the, uh, the EIC award, uh, where would you suggest they look? Well, Certainly at the website, I mean, www.monarchy.com, that would be easy to remember. Uh, but also you can search me on LinkedIn or online, and I will be more than happy to open a, a tenant for you and have a session, perhaps even a technical session, uh, where you can touch uh, firsthand the, the product itself and the visual identity orchestrator. Mm -hmm.